listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Charity. I'm Marie Jocum. And I'm Bridget Murphy. How are you this morning, Bridget? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well. This morning I was um, just really kind of reflecting on how grateful I am, especially as spring is coming. The birds, man, It's here. It's, it's here. It's here. They are chirping. We're grateful for our listeners. Bridget and I were talking about this just as the show was about to start for you being here um, and tuning in to be with us and learn more about Catholic Charities. We appreciate you. Thanks so much for spending part of your morning with us. You know, and we've talked quite a bit about throughout the pandemic, um, sort of the services Catholic Charities has provided and also um, what some of the realities are for all of us um, during this difficult time. So our mental health um, and its connection to our physical health and our community health um, is is so important. And as you've all heard throughout the pandemic, mental health experts around the nation have really seen a significant rise in the number of people who are experiencing serious symptoms of anxiety, sadness, and depression. And we know why, right? Death, job loss, financial strain, the experience of living through a very traumatic time, limited socialization, all of these things have created health is- mental health issues that many people have never experienced before and also have made things that maybe folks were dealing with even worse. Right. Absolutely. And today we are delighted to talk about the mental health services being provided on the west side of the city through the Encompassing Center, where Catholic Charities provide services to residents of North Lawndale, East and West Garfield Park, and the Near West Side. Here with us today to talk more about the Encompassing Center is its remarkable program director, Jennifer Smith. Welcome, Jennifer. Good morning, Marie and Bridget. Good morning, Voice of Charity listeners. <laughs> Good morning, world in the first person. How are you guys this morning? Oh, great to have you, Jennifer. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Yeah, no problem. All right, so let's get into it. Um, first off, where is the Encompassing Center, and how long has it been open? Okay, yes. Yeah. So the Encompassing Center is located at 3019 West Harrison Street in Chicago on the west side. If you're unfamiliar with the area, we're near like the 11th District Police Station. 
and we're directly across the street from Jensen Elementary. Okay, great. And how long has the Encompassing Center been open? Okay, yes. So we've been open since October of 2019. We had our first grand opening on the 15th and um, right before the pandemic. One of the things Bridget and I love to talk about on this show, but also just love, is community work and understanding how solutions to problems is not just one organization. It's not just Catholic Charities. It takes a village always. Um, And the Encompassing Center is a great Mm -hmm. example of that. So can you share with our listeners what are the factors that led to the opening of the Encompassing Center? Sure. So I think if you lived in the city of Chicago, I think everyone has become aware of the mental health centers that were shut down. Over 19 centers were closed around the city. And so the Coalition to Save Our Mental Health Centers got together to say, hey, we're going to rebuild mental health services within our community. So they decided to utilize property taxes. And the first center to ever open through this type of like formation was the Ketsu Center back in 2014. So they're a little north of us. So they serve like North Park, Albany Park, Urban Park communities. And then once they did that, the fire was going and they started to work on the encompassing center. And one interesting fact that I know is that Catholic, that Catholic Campaign for Human Development, which is the national anti-poverty and social justice program of the Catholic Conference of Catholic Bishops, provided c- critical initial funding, too, for the center. So um, kind of cool initiative to say, hey, let's have our own to build our own. Yeah, so this group comes together and says, look, we have to have mental health services in this community. We're willing to pay more in property taxes. We're willing to try to raise money through other entities like the Campaign for Human Development and basically funds its own mental health clinic. Is that right? Yeah. It's amazing. Um, I always tease Marie because she says amazing all the time, (laughs) but it really is. It's a good word, and it describes the work we do at charities so well. so tell us about the name. What, why Encompassing Center? Okay. So once the governing commissioners and the partners were established and they got together, of course, you know, they were looking for a, the best service provider to work out of the center. And, of course, Catholic Charities came out on top. But the commissioners and the partners, they were the ones that decided on the name. But I always go back to the meaning of the name. And Encompassing means to include something broader, which is the idea of this accessible and quality mental health services in the low-income and underinsured communities that we see and that we are a part of in everyday work. And so our logo is kind of cool, too. It's a little compass, which is a symbol for navigation, and we want all our residents that we serve to have the ability to navigate through a better quality of life, through accessing mental health services, and just overall wellness. It just makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. And I was just thinking, I just sort of talk with my hands. And when you say encompassing, you're, you know, your arms kind of go out. And in a mm-hmm. cheesy way, it's it's mm-hmm. big and broad, and it's like a hug. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a little cheesy. No, I, mean, I love it. What, what you do is very professional. But I, I like the idea that, you know, we're, we're bringing people together um, on that front. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, just as um, – as a big proponent professionally, personally, communally of mental health, 
services and this this idea that the community said, hey, we are here and we need these these services and they're valuable to us. So who can come and access these services um, at the Encompassing Center? Right. So we have a boundary map and you must be a resident of the four neighborhoods we mentioned. So near West Side, East and West Garfield Park in North Lindale. Mm-hmm. Now, if we get a client that's homeless, because that happens, right? Sure. Um, we try to figure out who, they're, who they are affiliated with, whether it's a shelter or a partner organization that may be providing food or other um, necessities or any community organization that's when our, um, within our boundaries. We connect with them and partner with them as well. So. Incredible. And we're going to take a short break here on The Voice of Charity, but when we come back, we're going to talk about what those services are specifically that you and your incredible staff at the Encompassing Center provide. Sounds good. clear is exactly what its name implies. It's an easy to understand explanation of the Word of God, the Gospel. Hello, I'm Father James McElhone, Director of Biblical Formation for the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'd like to invite you to take our free online Bible study program by going to thewordmadeclear.org. Our website offers an audio-based guide to the Gospels of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Listen to my lectures and follow along with the handouts provided. There are even discussion guides. You can also explore the biblical roots of the Mass. And there are links to a wide variety of biblical sources that will benefit both teachers and students of the sacred scriptures. Just go to wordmadeclear.org to experience our free online Bible study program. Again, it's free at wordmadeclear.org. It's the Word of God. Enjoy. Caring adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 
Good morning and welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum and Bridget Murphy. And we um, are so grateful that you all have joined us this morning. And just as a friendly reminder, there's three ways you can join us every Tuesday morning. Brian's looking at me to make sure I say the third one because I always say it wrong and he's doing the motion. So I'll start with it today. You can watch us live streaming on Facebook. Uh, the Archdiocese of Chicago has a Facebook page, so you're welcome to watch us there and you can add comments and ask us questions. Um, also, visit our YouTube channel, Catholic Chicago, and you can watch us. I usually get that wrong as well, but I just Googled, was it Chicago Catholic or Catholic Chicago, and watch us. And then, of course, listen to us on WNDZ 750 AM radio. Um, so we're here today with Jennifer Smith, the program director at the Encompassing Center. And Jennifer, before we took a break, you were sharing with us who can access the services at the Encompassing Center. But can you help our listeners and Bridget and I understand what those services are that you offer? Sure. And so we're your traditional outpatient um, mental health clinic, um, and we provide services to anyone and Mind you, they're trauma-informed services as well. To anyone that's struggling, that impacts their mental health. And with COVID-19 and a lot of the lockdowns and restrictions, we've seen a lot of more things that people are struggling with that doesn't seem like a mental health concern. And so some of those issues we've seen so far um, have been like trauma and stress-related concerns. And so those services deal with COVID-19-related, you know, concerns that that could be grief and loss, community violence. Um, We also address substance use issues, which is a huge concern in the community, especially on the west side and south side. Um, And then there's those basic needs. Just, for example, acquiring benefits, whether it's SNAP or Social Security or unemployment, helping with job um, security or resume building, or just safe housing, finding somewhere to stay, um, whether it's safe housing or just, you know, being able to move and and live a better life with their families. And we're able to make referrals. If we're not able to provide the services, we have a network of services for Catholic Charities and our other agencies that are in our neighborhoods. And so residents don't just come for mental health services, but they can come to utilize our telehealth part to have access to the internet and attend other appointments, whether that's their primary care or they have a court hearing. Um, We've been able to secure definitely good funding around COVID-19 to give some clients Chromebooks so they can do their telehealth services. But overall, we just want residents and clients and people that come by the, the center to just feel comfortable and that we're here to help however we can. Jennifer, can you share a little bit about what the what the treatments and therapies might might look like? It sounds like, um, and we see this a lot, that folks may be dealing with multiple issues. So they might come initially, maybe it's stress. <laughs> And the the finances are tight, and and it's a it's a stressful situation. And then, again, as trust is formed, as they work with the staff, maybe other issues um, like an onion, right, um, get revealed, and other services might be needed. Can you tell us a little bit about what types of services are offered? 
Sure. So I, I start off by letting everyone know that our services are at no cost for the residents because it's already paid for through the property taxes. And so when you come to the center, you can utilize individual therapy, which is more like your one-on-one conversations meeting with your therapist. Then there's family therapy where it can be an identified person and family members where you guys can work together as a family unit. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have couples therapy, which a lot of people think couples therapy is for, you know, partners that have issues, but no, it could be strengthening that connection too. It doesn't have to be a a severe issue for you guys to utilize that. Um, We do have an experienced substance use um, counselor on staff to deal with those concerns, whether it's alcohol or um, any other drug use, we can definitely assess for that. And if there's a higher level of care, they're still then being able to resource out um, specialty groups. So we just did a cool trauma-informed yoga group for women. We also had a superhero summer camp via Zoom with our therapist who's diverse in children modalities. There's case management, so anything non-clinical, so the jobs and the resumes and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Um, we do have mental health first aid training for the communities, so we can educate people on how to identify certain mental health concerns and how to handle that as similar as CPR. Mm-hmm. You know, there's protocols huh. for that to save a life, and there's a same similar mo- model for mental health concerns. And then we have two new things that we just implemented for 2021 is we have a great partnership with Rush Hospital. So we now have psychiatric services on site. And then we also have an emergency food pantry because it can be scary utilizing something you've never had to utilize before. One thing is food resources. Some of the areas don't have a lot of um, food um, providers, like there's only one grocery store in North Longdale, and so we want to be able to have a safe place and just be able to give them something to start and then link them up with the pantries, and we have a lot in our network, too, with cafeteria, so, you know, Jennifer, um, those I- are the basic ones. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I got so excited to, to <laughs> say this. I'm sorry that I just interrupted you. Um, you know, when you were talking, all I kept thinking was encompassing, right? Like, mm-hmm. this... It makes such sense to me what your name is of the center because you really are highlighting all of the layers that might Mm -hmm. be a barrier, number one, to accessing mental health because it's very difficult, as you know, as the the licensed expert, it's really difficult to talk about how you might be feeling or a family member is feeling if you're hungry. It's really Mm -hmm. difficult if you don't have a safe place to stay, right? Mm -hmm. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And so Mm -hmm. the fact that your group is saying, hey, we're here to work on those issues as well, but let's address some of those emergencies and then we can dive deeper um, Mm -hmm. is just really, I think, incredibly brilliant on your part and also just a just a huge highlight of the importance of these mental health centers in neighborhoods so we're going to take um a break again here on the voice of charity and when we return we're going to speak more with jennifer smith program director of the encompassing center
Catholic Charities staff members work every day to end poverty and homelessness. We do this on a one-to-one -one basis with anyone who asks for help. We also work with organizations who study these issues across our city, state, and nation. The Wilson Sheehan Lab for Economic Opportunities, or LEO, at the University of Notre Dame is one of these research centers. Through our partnership with LEO, Catholic Charities has gained valuable insights into scientific evaluation methods that determine the most effective interventions to help people avoid poverty and homelessness. Along with our experience and compassion, Trusted Research is helping Catholic Charities offer hope and so much more to anyone in need. For more information, visit catholiccharities.net. Hello, I'm Cardinal Blaise Supich. I got my COVID-19 vaccination and you should too. It took just a few seconds and was painless. The Food and Drug Administration determined the new vaccines are safe and effective and the Holy See, as well as the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, has concluded getting the COVID-19 vaccine is an act of love of our neighbor and part of our moral responsibility for the common good. We have lived with the pandemic for many months, and I know we're all getting tired of it. Vaccination is one of the most important ways you can protect your health and the lives of those you love and help bring the pandemic under control. When it is your turn, I urge you to be vaccinated. And remember to do your part by wearing a mask, washing your hands, and watching your distance. Thank you, and God bless you all. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Marie Jokum. And I'm Bridget Murphy. And we're here today talking with the remarkable program director of the Encompassing Center, Jennifer Smith. <clears throat> Jennifer, at the break, uh, Marie and I were singing your praises. We just... Van Merlin, um, if you will. Yes. Thank you. are amazing. Tell us a little bit about both your professional training and then what drew you to this work. Oh, wow. Um I think I've always been compassionate about people. I was a camp counselor at 16, <laughs> and um, I just grew from there. I I always say I'm a repeat offender for Catholic Charities. I used to work in foster care um, when that department was there for five years, and then actually came back and worked with adoptive families. And I'm here. I'm a licensed cl um, clinical professional counselor by trade, and I just love hearing people's stories and sharing their stories and watching people grow. So. Well, I'm going to score points with Marie right now because <laughs> this is very much her wheelhouse. I know. Um, I just I'm excited about that. But tell us, you know, we talk about needs a fair amount, right? I mean, that's what we're here to meet and to help people navigate through um, and, and get stronger and more stable. But I know, tell us about the strength-based approach that counselors and therapists and social workers try to use when working with individuals and families. Right. My model is is that people come to come to therapy with tools already. And so 
the world is already beating you up, you know, and you're struggling and you don't need another person in your world to say, hey, this is something you're doing wrong and not right. We get enough of that. And so we like to learn who the person is and what skills they have and take that to build something bigger. So if someone's coming in with a passion of art, how do we use that art to express that pain, to process through the pain and grow in their pain and make something beautiful? And so that's my motto when I'm working with clients and, and taking their strength and using it to make them a better person, to strengthen them and to be able to fly. I love that, Jennifer. I love that. I think, too, what you're highlighting that's so important is is that that meeting someone where they're at, that accompaniment of, of a human being on the journey. And I also want to raise up to, you know, many times social workers, counselors, therapists, you know, there's this sort of vision that we're, that you all are just nice people, right? Mm-hmm. And you are. I mean, you are, Jennifer. You're great. Like, I'd l- let's go get coffee. Like, you're fabulously kind. But you're also a professional, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You're a professional who went to a, through a ton of school. Right. You do regular <laughs> trainings. You stay up to date with current um, modalities of care. You, you are a professional, and you lead a team of professionals. Um, you're not just nice people. Uh, so can you tell us about your team, about the other professionals that work under you at the Encompassing Center? Who are they and, and what do they what do they specialize in? Okay, sure. Yes. So we have two case managers that are awesome that, you know, that does all of that non-clinical stuff, finding all the good nuggets in the community, really being like a mentor. Sometimes I we hear case managers, but when I'm telling people about our program, I'm like, they're like your mentor. They're, they will, they're there to kind of hold that hand mm-hmm. so you're able to find your way. Mm-hmm. And then we have, we have several therapists on staff, but two in particular are bilingual in Spanish. So there's no barrier to language if someone calls and they need services. And one of those bilingual therapists is actually a certified yoga instructor. And so that's kind of cool, too. Yeah. We get two in one. Yep. <laughs> Um, we have our substance use counselor. Um, he's a male staff, and um, he's awesome. He balances women out <laughs> in the center. <laughs> and then we have two additional counselors um, that one is very diverse in children, and, I mean, she can make a rock into a piece of art. <laughs> um, there's a video on YouTube and um, our Facebook page of her. She can create masks and do movement. And then we have another adult that is our Gottman-trained therapist in, for couples and anything metaphysical, so like aromatherapies and candles and tapping into nature to help with wellness is her specialty, too. So It sounds like a, just a treasure trove of um, expertise there. We always like to hear stories about a client or or. Um, a situation that has inspired you or that keeps you going or where you think, yeah, you know, working with that client, we really, you know, look where they are now. Is there is there someone you can speak about who has inspired you or whose strength has helped them navigate to a different place? I don't have a particular client, but I can share something that I've noticed. Hmm. When we get a client, it's usually that one particular person, but over the months of working in the center and, and dealing with very, like, hard issues, 
we've come to service whole families. Mm. And it's amazing to see, and I think that's so important because family systems are often impacted as a whole. And one person can be identified as like, okay, this one is causing the most stress, whether it's a child or someone that's dealing with substance issues or needs anger management training, but everyone's impacted. You know, if there's a loss, there's multiple people impacted. And to see whole families seek treatment, well, we'll get a referral of five and we're giving everyone a therapist. It's that, amazing. That is incredible. And I think, you know, just speaks so beautifully to the encompassing nature of your work. We invite you to visit your Facebook page or call 773-638-5703 to learn more. Jennifer, thank you for the work that you do. You and your team are really a beacon of hope, and we are so grateful for you. So please, Thank you, guys. Please tune in next week to The Voice of Charity, where we get an update from our leaders on the Catholic Charities Junior Board. For now, this is Marie Jokum. And Bridget Murphy. Wishing you a safe and healthy and happy week from everyone at Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.